This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Now it's time for... We'll have our own C-3PO's by a company called Sanctuary AI. I'm involved with the duck cleaning business, and they call me... Say, let's bring him back to life by using technology. My pods, my phones. We thought Earth regulations were bad. We need to get to the moon and Mars regulations. Homer Simpson, the man who beat me to planet Mars. Can you teach an artificial intelligence? Uh, That's a future episode of Tech Talk. All righty, this is... 11.34 on the Alex Pearson Show. It is time for Tech Talk, which is brought to you by Vacuman Furnace and Duck Cleaning. And that, of course, gives you an opportunity to speak with Mr. Adam Oldfield, our tech expert. Hi, how are you? Any big plans for well. Thanksgiving? Uh, you know what? Michelle and I are just going to relax and spend it with some family, you know? Nothing big and, <laughs> you know, crazy, you know? You can't relax spending time with family. That's an oxymoron. Well, yeah. Well, that's true. I mean, you know what? We bought a $70 ham that's only the size of my ham. So we're going we're gonna to have to, like, take our time eating it, you know, and really savor Thanksgiving to the best, you know? You got a ham sandwich, ham sammies you can make. You can make all sorts of stuff out of ham. I, I don't hear many. Why ham? I never hear many people doing ham. I never understand. I do the ham. ham. I'm a hammer guy. You know, I, I, I can't. <laughs> I, turkey's great and all that, but then it's just, you know, you know my energy level. If I eat turkey, I'm kind of out and I, I, I talk slow. And then next thing you know, people think I'm having like some sort of medical condition. So ham's my choice of food for Thanksgiving. Mm. All right. Sorry I asked. All right. Let's talk about this. <laughs> um, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think if this is like the best thing in the whole wide world or, or scary. But ChatGPT is collaborating on smartphones. And so OpenAI and the designer behind iPhone now are talking to create a new smartphone that will fully integrate with ChatGPT. So it, does this mean like I literally do nothing? <laughs> no. Or, or is it going to take over my is it going to take over my life? Well, it will help as an I like to think of it as a personal executive assistant that can more or less find you answers quickly, efficiently. I'm not going to say correctly, but it will find you answers um, <laughs> in some capacity. But uh, you know what's cool about this is that the designer of iPhone is is out now in discussions with OpenAI, um, which is the maker of ChatGPT, uh, and Microsoft, by the way, uh, which is the biggest investor. So just when we're talking about ChatGPT, just put Microsoft in the back of your head, folks, because that's pretty much what we're discussing here. So they're coming out with a phone that's going to, yes, uh, revolutionize, if we shall say, and maybe inspire the future of smartphones. Um, but think of it as that personal assistant. So, you know, we've really had the 1.0 version with, uh, you know, Google and, and, and really with Apple with Siri, it's, it's a, almost a joke uh, compared to what kind of responses you get with ChatGPT versus Google. I mean, you try to give it some functions, some questions, and it will then give you links Whereas ChatGPT will be able to actually do something. So as an example, if you're going to be scheduling an appointment or, uh, you know, calling a friend or a family and you're like, oh, I want to keep notes 
of that discussion, this is what the future phone will do. It will take that discussion, uh, uh, collaborate it into a, simplic, a simplistic summary, and be able to help you keep a transcript. It can help you keep notes on the conversation. I, I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be well, really... Are you excited for anything technical? Yeah. Whatever. But here's where, I, here's where I do get excited. Now that Meta and Facebook, uh, and more importantly, uh, Google, the search engine, which has pretty much everything that we need, uh, in, certainly in this business, to source stuff. Would this be able to, is there technology here that they'd be able to bypass all that and get us the technology we need? Because I need to do searches in that. Would they be able to find me, if I say, hey, I need information on XYZ uh, story, They'll fi that'll find it? Yes, yeah. In fact, that's doing it now, Alex. Uh, I mean, with OpenAI Perfect. currently, they just launched it with Bing, and they, they shut it down for a little bit, but now you can search uh, with the open AI in search engines that are capable of, uh, it's got to be crawled by Bing. Uh, and if anyone doesn't know what I'm saying, Bing, it's not a sound hi, yeah, of a bell. No, it, no. It is, it is Microsoft. That's Microsoft's version of Google. So we all get kind See, of, the thing that, you know, lost in that. Yeah, but, but it doesn't have, it's not as big as Google. And that's the problem. People will say, don't worry about Google. I use Bing. But for, for, for my purposes and in this business, I mean, Google's just got every, like everything. There's not a search not available. So it's the biggest of them. But if you're telling me that this kind of technology, and I'm so glad it's available now, can go around all this stuff and say, no, no, don't worry, we'll find it all. Then that, yeah, I think that'd be yeah. good. It will be. It will be, and it is capable of doing it as it rolled out. In fact, just to, to, to kind of continue on the discussions of ChatGPT, they just announced this past week that you can now have ChatGPT upload a photo of a document uh, or a picture. And it's capable of, of analyzing the document and can now help answer questions about it. So I'll give you an example. Say you, uh, you got served legal papers. You can now upload that to ChatGPT and go, okay, what does this mean? And it will summarize it for you to say, you need to be in court at this date or you're going to jail. Um, it's going to simplify that from a 65-page document from legal purposes. Or mm -hmm. say you were getting a photo and it was uh, an image of a warranty and you get these photos of warranty details. You can now upload that and ask it to say, what is this warranty include or what should I know about this warranty? And it will actually describe it to you using the image you can upload. Yeah, it's interesting because I just, I think, I'm pretty sure I, I, had a, I had a conversation about this where they're starting to actually offer legal services using AI uh, and uh, chat GPT where you can actually go and do your own court cases because it'll, it'll send you all the information you need. How accurate? I don't know. But uh, eventually, I think this will probably be able to assist everybody with everything they need. If it can get me four or five hours more sleep, I will buy it. Um, I want to talk about this Google Maps story. So Google Maps, not new, but what is is this new feature which will help homeowners uh, assess their rooftop solar potential. And um, it also offers you real-time data on things like you know air quality, pollen counts, and it does so by using aerial imagery and data from various sources. And I'm like, okay, that's all great because I really want to check my pollen counts. But I'd be more worried that this would be used by people to like drop a bomb on, on your house or do something nefarious. <laughs> well, I'm just, that's really how I that escalated it, didn't you? You know, I'm just, I mean, you went from I don't care about pollen big counts. Big picture, Adam. Big picture. <laughs> Well, you know, where do I take this story, Alex? I was excited about it because what's <laughs> the key component about it was if people are thinking about renewable energy for their house, Google is now allowing in Google Maps to determine the best position where your solar panels can go on your roof. But also it will tell you how much actual kilowatts it will produce. 
Now, I, I don't know, you know, there's many people that have done it. Many people have kind of thought about it. The cost was maybe prohibitive. Uh, or the question you ask is, am I really going to be able to get my money out of it? That's the benefit of this from that perspective. It's going to be able to tell you you're going to get X amount of sunlight during the summer, how much in the winter on cloudy days versus sunny days, and all of that using satellite imagery that can now, from above, look down at your, at your property and determine whether or not it's feasible to actually use a solar panel on your roof. Um, it may not necessarily be the right decisions that you want to do. So, uh, and then, of course, your pollen well, well, count. How does it measure pollen counts? Uh, well, the way it's it works curious. is with weather patterns. Why would I need pollen counts? <laughs> hey, you know what? Well, I'm just saying. Like, if I know I've got allergies, but what, what, I, I just wouldn't cross my mind. I really wish I knew what the pollen counts were at my house. It would just never, I mean, if you know me, it would never enter my or around my house or on my house. It's a more air quality. So what it's doing is it's analyzing data from multiple sources that are like, you know, when you get weather reports and otherwise in, in certain areas, especially when we had wildfires, you know, when we talked about the air mm-hmm. quality index was an impact, right? Well, what it's doing is it's calculating that data and utilizing it to say this. So if you're thinking of moving where this would be valuable, say you're moving to a new area that to you've never been. Uh, into, into a war zone, whatever you're moving to. And when you get there, you're going to say, you know, like where, what's my, you know, I have bad allergies. Uh, what, you know, what's the air quality like if I have asthma? This is really quite handy. It will give you a better perspective of, geez, that looks like a nice neighborhood. I wonder what my neighbors are like too. Geez, I'm going to be sneezing. My eyes are going to be burning and I can't breathe when I wake up in the middle of the night. So it's going to give you a bit of an option of looking at those two comparables. We're dropping a bomb. That too. We've got Tech Talk brought to you by Vacuum Man Furnace and Duck Cleaning, which means we get to talk to Adam Oldfield. I was just reading one of my texts, Adam, and he said he's have Alex, I'm doing turkey tacos, chocolate cream pie, sweatpants, and rock and roll. That sounds awesome. <laughs> I gotta be honest, I'm so into that. <laughs> that sounds like a dream, I suppose, <laughs> in a weird way. I mean, kind of a nightmarish, depending on how you look at it, but yeah, it could work on all just- directions. Or just our first year of college together. Having said all that, uh, where were we? Oh, I like this one. So you've got a permission slip app for privacy. So this is an app uh, from Consumer Reports, and it will let us keep our personal data safe. And it works, I guess, by going through uh, all the websites and deleting our data. So you call it a digital bouncer. Is it as good as you you say? Yeah. Okay. All right. Don't we have this already? Well, no, no. What we have is, and, and it's correct. Let me just step back. It's called the permission slip. If you go to your app store and you look for permission slip, it's an app on your phone. And what happens is, you, you know, we load so many programs. They even come preloaded. So you get your phone, you get your programs, you search, you, you, you play, you send messages, you communicate. <laughs> And whatever you're doing at that time, it collects data. It's collecting your details. It's collecting your habits, where you go, what you visited. And then you say to yourself, I don't like that app anymore. I want to get rid of it. Or you get rumor that it might be suspicious. So the app's been on your phone. You never use it. And you're like, I'm just going to get rid of that. Or you just, it just sits there. It doesn't do anything. And you don't realize it's there collecting information about you. So uh, as an example, Duolingo, which is an app that helps you speak different languages. It is one of the worst apps in trailing and tracking exactly what you do on an ongoing. Really? It's worse than Facebook. Uh, if, if worse than no, TikTok? Is it Chinese? Is it, Chi- is it is that foreign? Yes. Really? It, oh. it makes TikTok look like it knows nothing. 
about you. So Duolingo, if you can believe it, is actually ranked one of the worst apps that collects data. So what does this permission slip do is it will remove from your phone or your smart devices all that data that is sitting on your phone that it can still be found by the internet or by the actual providers that helped you get that convenient app will clear your history, clear your data, clear all of the information that can still sit in your phone can be wiped. So I like to think of it as a personal bouncer. It's kind of like, okay, you're not playing with the app anymore. Out you go and you're not allowed back in and we're going to clear any memory of what you had while you were on my phone. So it's a nice clean sweep of information. So if you're privacy concerned, and that should be everybody, Alex, <laughs> I don't care if anyone says, ah, it doesn't matter. I, I, I don't mean anything to anybody. It does matter. So you want to make sure that you clean your, your information. The only other way to do this before, Alex, is that you would have had to wipe your phone, reload it, and start fresh putting new apps on. In our day, we had the bulk eraser, and you just stuck the tape on that, and it erased everything, but we don't have that. But, all right, so are you telling me, because there are a bunch of, I wouldn't even know what app is on my phone. I don't even know how to, I just, I have no idea what's on my phone. Uh, but I do know that there are some, like, I think it's Wish, and these things, these are Chinese apps, and all it does is collect your data. So once you've then gotten rid of that, like, once someone's got your data, though, they've got your data, right? Like, the damage In the is done. Cloud, isn't it? it is, but yes, but when you're leaving the app on your phone or you've deleted it from your phone, the information is sits it's called cache memory. It actually will stay on your phone and it will be able to be accessible directly, uh, even though you've deleted it, it can still hold traces of data on your on your mobile device. Hmm. I I know. It's <laughs> I'm so naive with this. It's not that I'm naive that happens. I just wouldn't even know how to stop it. So, um, you know, I, what I would like, though, is an app to get my data back. Well, it would, that's, that's it what would we be need. able to scour the Internet once it's in the servers and the systems and the history of that is, is pretty much off and running. What it will also do is tell you and scrape the Internet and let you know what websites have information and you you could then go through and you know if you have the time which i know you don't but you could then approach each of those sites and say please remove my data so it will give you a bit of a highlight of not only removing it it will give you access to know what's online and what websites currently have data about your account yeah, that, that's uh, interesting, certainly. Uh, I thought this was interesting, the solar panel snow solution, not because I'm ever going to put solar panels on my house. I mean, I'd, I'd like to just get rid of the squirrels. But researchers at the University of Toledo um, have developed this strip coating, and this yeah. stops snow from accumulating on your solar panel. Because that's the issue, it, certainly in a country like Canada, is that you put solar panels up, and then you get, or, or Buffalo, you get like 15 feet of snow. That's right. Yeah. What it is, is it's a strip uh, that actually works with the storing of energy. Um, so think of it as your solar pow uh, panels are actually collecting and, and utilizing and converting it into the energy. What this does is it kind of like steals a bit of that energy, creates a bit of a heat uh, aspect, and then it assists in helping in removing any of the snow that accumulates over top of a, a solar panel that obviously will <laughs> completely destruct the ability of it collecting any energy whatsoever. Um, but what it does is it gives that chance of helping uh, clean up the, the solar panels, thus giving the solar panel the ability to continue to actually work. So uh, it works a lot in regards to, uh, again, creating a little heat panel uh, along the strips, thereby melting the snow. 
could they use the same technology that I, I, I mean, I don't have time, but on a plane wing? On a, well, yes, I guess they could probably incorporate that on a wing. <laughs> I'm, just, like, I'm just saying. Don't you want to brainstorm new ideas here, Alex? Uh, no, I'm just saying. Well, I would use olive oil and just put it all like that. It won't stick now, but I'm just old school. Whatever, I'm just saying. All right. Uh, how much time do I have left? Do I have time to go to another uh, segment with you? I don't know if I do. You want me to tell you? I don't know so if I do. Asking? No, no. What, yeah, what time does your app say? No, I mean, I get in trouble. Got less than a minute. Time, so. I got less than a minute, Adam, so that's it. We're done. Done. Go eat oh. your ham. Enjoy your ham. Well, I'm you enjoy your Thanksgiving. Uh, I'll make sure when we come back. <laughs> I haven't even thought twice about it. I'll see you tomorrow, then. I'm sh- gobble, gobble. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Bye, Adam. I'll talk to you. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to you, Michelle, and the fam. Thanks. Talk to you soon, Alex. Appreciate it. That is Mr. Adam Oldfield. And, of course, he comes to us uh, Fridays to do Tech Talk, brought to you by Vacuum Man, Furnace, and Duck Cleaning. He just knows a hell of a lot about technology, and he does get every bit as excited as it seems.